Well, today we celebrate the great feast of the Ascension, which, if you want to be technical about it, um, in time actually happened a few days ago on Thursday. So 40 days after the resurrection of Jesus on Easter Sunday, Jesus ascended um, into heaven. His body, his full resurrected self, ascended to the right hand of the Father. And then 10 days later, on the 50th day after Easter, Pentecost, which we'll celebrate next Sunday, the Holy Spirit is poured out upon the apostles and the entire church uh, for the forgiveness of sins so that they can be incorporated into that body, which ascends to the right hand of the Father. This is a very important feast. It's actually, uh, if you want, the completion of the Paschal mystery, the mystery, that is, that saves us, Jesus' death and resurrection and ascension. A lot of times you just kind of cut it off at the resurrection. We say, okay, Jesus rose from the dead. We're all going to die, but one day we'll rise from the dead too. Well, sure, but part and parcel of this mystery of the resurrection is what happens after the whole direction of history, which changes at the crucifixion, which is, in a way, the end of history, the end of the Old Testament, the end of um, any sort of hope that this world on its own, untransformed, unrestored, could ever make one happy. Because the only person who could have been happy, the perfect free man, was crucified, mangled, and killed on a cross. So this resurrection, which opens the door to new life, which is this sign of the new creation, Jesus' resurrected body, which is no longer hampered or hindered by sin and death, um, is a foreshadowing of what we will all enjoy. But what happens to that resurrected body is that it's drawn body and soul into the innermost life of the Trinity. We say in the Creed, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. So we're in this weird time now of the church, which in technical language is called the eschatological tension, the already but the not yet. Sin is forgiven and life is restored in Christ already, but we also know that there's some not yet. There's some part of it that's not quite complete. And so we say we're on a pilgrimage to heaven. We're, we're in procession somewhere together on our way to the completion of what God has planned for all of us. In other words, we are ascending with Jesus in his body. We are ascending with Jesus in his body to the right hand of the Father. That's where we're all destined to be. In a way, we're already there. You can call upon God as your Father, as we will later in this Mass. Our Father, we dare to say, because we're in Christ's body, the church. But we, as the church, as the body of Christ, are ascending. We're on our way somewhere. So, a few days ago, this is very technical language, but a few days ago there was this event. Um, was it last night? No, Friday night at uh, St. John Cantius Church. Um, it was called Broken Mary. Okay, so Kevin Matthews, this radio uh, host from the 80s and 90s, had a deep conversion after he got sick with multiple sclerosis. He was fired from his job. And he went to go buy flowers for his wife at a flower shop, and he noticed in the dumpster behind the shop there was on the ground, kind of covered here and there with garbage, a broken statue of Mary. It was just this little statue, maybe this high, um, like you'd put in a garden. And she was broken in half at the waist. And her hands were kind of, had been rubbed down for some, by something, and her, she barely had any hands, and the paint was chipped off. And something tugged at his heart when he saw this statue. So he took it, he asked the flower shop if he could have it. They said yes. He took it home and glued it back together. And he was going to get it all repainted and restored and everything like that. But there was something about the broken Mary that really caught his attention. He started to take the statue to hospitals and to prisons and to 
people who were broken and needed hope. And he started praying the rosary every single day and, and went to Lourdes and to Fatima and became a, a deeply devoted uh, son of Mary. And he, he, something in the air, maybe it was through the radio because he did a bunch of radio interviews about us, but thousands of people were there on Friday, among which was me and my parents. And the church was overflowing. He gave this little talk explaining the story. And then they put this Mary statue on a bed of roses and police and firemen uh, processed with Mary in front and they just had little loudspeakers uh, going. We walked on Chicago Avenue from St. John Cantius Church about one and a half miles to Water Tower Place where we said a prayer for our broken city and our broken selves and asked Mary to be our protectress. And it was just this very moving thing. Something that struck me of what uh, Kevin Matthews said is, he said, we are all broken, but we're not garbage. We're all broken, but we're not garbage. And when we look at this statue, that's what it teaches us, that we can be put back together somehow. And this procession, I remember being in the procession on Friday, we all had little candles, but it was windy, so the candles kept going out. You couldn't quite hear the speakers where they were praying the rosary, so some people were praying the rosary at a different pace in the back, and it was just this messy, like, half-mile-long procession. <clears throat> and I thought, this isn't really what heaven's going to be like. You know, it should be perfect. It should, everybody should be right on at the same time with the Hail Mary. All the candles should stay lit. It should be a perfect night and no wind. And as I was relighting my candle for like the 40th time off of somebody next to me, I realized this is the way to heaven. This is what's happening right here and right now. It's messy. We're in procession. And as we look by, like people really frustrated that they couldn't get by as this long procession of people, of thousands of people, took forever to get across you know, Halstead and then State Street and other, and people just sitting there in their cars like, when are they going to be done with this silly procession? I thought to myself, when are we going to be done with all this silly running after wind? You know, because we get it backwards sometimes of what's really real. And that's why the liturgy is so important, why it teaches us what this is really about, what's really happening in this ascension of Christ's body, the church, to the right hand of the Father. Priest once said to me, he, he did a 30-day silent retreat on his sabbatical, or just prayed and did the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. And he finally went back to the parish, and he was at a parish council meeting, talking about business and budgets and buildings. And one of the parish council members said, oh, how was your sabbatical? What did you do? And he said, oh, I did the 30-day silent, uh, spiritual exercise of St. Ignatius, silent retreat, just prayer and, and reading. She said, oh, welcome back to the real world. And he just said... Is it? <laughs> is this the real world? See, because we get it backwards. What is really real? What is really happening? And I guess what I experienced in that broken Mary procession, in that realization that we are all broken and need of healing, ourselves, our city, our world, but we're not garbage, that God saw something in us that could be restored, renewed, reborn, and that in Christ Jesus, as we're incorporated into his body and most perfectly in receiving him in the Eucharist, that what's happening is that. That we're in this messy procession where sometimes my candle goes out and I need to light it off of somebody else. Sometimes somebody else's candle goes out and they need to light it off mine. That we're all kind of in speaking different languages and at different paces and some of us walk quick and some of us walk slowly. But we're all in this together. That that's the point of the ascension, the completion of the Paschal Mystery, is that. 
that we are broken, but we're on our way somewhere. We're all longing to be whole, and we won't be whole, be whole until we get to the Father, to the right hand of the Father. And the only way to the Father is to be drawn. We can't get there on our own. We can't get there by ourselves. We have to be drawn. And the only way to be drawn to the Father is to be drawn together in Christ, in his body, the church. And sometimes that's messy, but that's okay. Okay. 